Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. All right, so 85 tackles from this past season, Yurko. 85 tackles. Minimum block snaps, 20% of 1372. So that's the that's the minimum. So 85 of those guys hit that right. criteria. Braxton Jones, according to PFF, this is just pure pass block grade, finished number 31. So he's left in tackles. the top half. This is all tackles, right and left. All tackles. All tackles. 31. Yep. He finished number 31. And for what you're paying, paying him? He's a deal. That's a good point. He's a bargain. For what you're paying him, he's a bargain, right? Yeah. He's on his rookie deal. He is on his rookie deal. A bargain. That's. I think it's a good call. But when you ask me about my tackle, I want a bigger-bodied guy. That's all I would want. Center is imperative, though. Center is a must-improve situation. Must. An absolute must-improve situation for a, this team. A must. And then you go to the other side of the football. Mm-hmm. Defensive tackle, defensive end. Your best pass block grades this year, your top five, and, and it's receiver. not going to surprise you. Yeah. Yeah, receiver, too. You're Let right me hear him. Your, Best pass. Uh, Tyron yep. Smith, number one. These yep. are pass block grades. Tyron Smith, number it's one. Dallas, right? Dallas, yes. Tristan Wirfs, number two, made the successful transition Tampa from Bay. right to left. Yep, Tampa Bay. He's Tampa great. Bay. Christian Derrissaw, who's uh, come alive here in the last year and a half or so and, in and, Minnesota. And he's with Minnesota. Laramie Tunsil, no surprise there. And he's four. with where? He's changed teams so Planet many times Houston. already. Yeah, he's with Houston. And then Rashawn Slater, number five. And San Diego. Oh, no, Chargers. Chargers, LA. yep. L.A. There's your top five. And it's not a shock when you hear you go, oh, yeah, those are probably the five, you know, some of the five best. Trent Williams, if you're wondering, did finish seventh. His... Where, where did our guy finish in all tackles? The other guy, Darnell Wright. Uh, this is pass block grade. Hold on, I'll get it. Uh, let me do... Let me, uh, Let me filter. Yes, 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 yes. You've got a slew of guys there, Carmen, well, that you are. have talked about. Darnell Wright, Yurko, finished 59th out of 85. I'd say your right tackle played better than your left tackle this year. You think some of that is uh, a tail off at the end of the year? Maybe, but I still think your right tackle is a better player than your left tackle. Hmm. I don't think that's even, to me, that's not even a difficult thing to say. Really? Yeah. Darnell Wright played better than your left tackle played this year. And for me, that's not even difficult to say. Okay. Yeah. I think some of that's the... Where I, that's where I kind of have a problem sometimes with, with that, like the overall banking of rating. And I don't know where the numbers fall. If they're close, they're not close. I have no idea. But I'm telling you, your right tackle is a better player than your left tackle. You know, obviously he that's had not more... Even difficult. He played more snaps. You know, it was, a, it was only... How many snaps here for... Uh... It was only 700 snaps for Braxton, just 724 because of the injury early in the year. Mm-hmm. He allowed 28 hurries. I'm just looking at the hurries. Right. Darnell Wright allowed 41. So what is that, 13 more, Yerk? Right. But he also played, Darnell played over 1,100 snaps. He played 400, 400 more. more snaps. Yep. yep. I also think some of Darnell Wright's number reflects a little bit of a drop-off just maybe as the season got long for him in his rookie year. And I think he was playing with a beat-up shoulder. I think we all, right? Playing with a beat-up shoulder. I think Darnell Wright's going to be good. You've said it from week one. You go, you know what? He can play. Don't worry about Darnell Wright. Yeah, he can play. He can play, and he's going to be a very good football player. So that's good to know. 
Here's Dan Orlovsky earlier on Get Up talking about what the Bears should do at number one. Jaden Daniels should be the guy. If I were the Chicago Bears right now, I would take Jaden Daniels out of LSU. That is not a knock on Caleb Williams. That is a plus in Jaden Daniels. I think, number one, when you watch all these guys play, the best thrower, the best guy against man coverage, ball placement-wise, is Jaden Daniels. Number two, when we're talking about explosive play, like guys who have to throw the ball downfield, what does it look like? Jaden Daniels throws the ball best downfield. And then number three, who's got the best pocket piece? When I say piece, it's P-E-A-C-E. All these guys are athletic. It's no longer like this plus. Every one of these guys has that attribute. The patience and the peace within the pocket, he's the best at. Um, Candidly, I think when it comes to what guy had the best game, none of these guys' games compare to Jaden Daniels against Florida. If you just watch that player versus the University of Florida, you would go, that's the best player in college football, and he's going to be the guy that transfers the best into the NFL. Caleb Williams is fantastic. I think Jaden Daniels is better. I don't think you should ever look at one player's best single game. That can be a tricky thing to do. I wouldn't look at their worst game. I wouldn't yeah. look at their best game. Not that you wouldn't look at it, but I wouldn't let it be, oh, who had the also, best game? Here's, the, here's the, best the other game. thing. I'd also go back to 2022. Yeah. And I'd want to look at some of that film and then try to figure out why he wasn't good in 2022 and why he became so much better in 2023. So what was it that all of a sudden he did where where was the change in his game that propelled him to be the quarterback he was last year? Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's a difficult process. No, I think for the people I that evaluate want to go quite take well, a look yeah. and say, okay, this is what he does now that he wasn't doing before. I want to identify what it was that all of a sudden now he became the quarterback yeah. in the game. I haven't heard too many people say Jaden Daniels is a you know better prospect or going to be better than, and who knows? I mean, Orlovsky could be right in five years. I'm not saying I'll be wrong. But it sure seems like the general consensus is it'll be Mayor Williams and that that's where you should, you know, that's where your money should go, so to speak. We'll see a few years from now. Maybe he'll look back on that and he'll say, I told you guys so. Or maybe he'll be very, very wrong. I haven't, I mean, listen, I obviously watch LSU play. I've watched more, just like tried to watch more film of the other two right now because it feels like it's going to be one of those two. And let's face it, most of us probably don't watch North Carolina quite as much. It's natural. I mean, you're, just, you're not going to watch North Carolina football as much. Um, so I've spent more time this winter watching Williams and Drake May. But, uh, hey, listen, Dan Orlovsky played in the league. He's got his opinions. That's fine. That's what he's paid for. And like I said, three years from now, he could look back on it and say, I told you so. I don't think so, but, hey, that's, that's the whole point of the exercise. And I don't think the Bears are taking Jamie Daniels first overall, Yurko. I think it's Caleb Williams yeah. or Drake May, and if, if I had to put like money J- on it right now, it's Caleb Williams. If, if they like Jaden Daniels, they can move down. Well, then you probably could. I think you're right about that. Yes, I think you move down. I think the other two guys are... And remember the key to this whole offseason was identifying the quarterback that you think is the best. Yes. That's it. And it's hard, man. I mean, I you know, and especially when we get in these drafts where a few guys are highly touted. Let's face it, May and Williams are very highly touted, maybe even Jaden Daniels a little bit, McCarthy. Think about the way he's kind of come flying up the draft boards because of the, the late-season push in the, the year that Michigan had. The 83 draft is sort of the gold standard. We mentioned it yesterday. The 83, the 1983 NFL draft produced John Elway, Jim Kelly, Dan Marino. They all made the Hall of Fame. 
Uh, Ken O'Brien wasn't a bad quarterback either, for especially early in his career. Had a couple Jets, good years Tony Eason, Todd Blacklidge were the other quarterbacks taken. You know, Tony Eason played in the Super Bowl at the very yeah. least. Bears yeah. beat snot out of him, but played in the Super Bowl at the very least. But Elway, Kelly, and Marino is sort of the gold standard. A dark horse year has emerged. Not a dark horse year. A year has emerged that may potentially move them off the top spot, Yerk. The 2020 draft. Joe Burrow. Tua, Justin Herbert, Jordan Love, and Jalen Hurts. Someday, maybe we'll look back and say it has bumped the... Right? Would you agree? Like, well, you're, a, you're talking specifically the quarterback position. The, they talk, just the, quarterbacks. Right. Just quarterbacks. Because the 83 draft isn't just known for its quarterbacks. No, there's like seven Hall of Famers or something. Nine right? Hall of Famers, <laughs> to be exact. Because Richard Dent is further down the Amazing. list. You've got to go down there. Yeah. Amazing. No, Darryl I was just, Green was in the Darryl 83 Green. draft. Jimbo. Jimbo Colbert yeah, was in the 83 I'm, I'm draft. I'm talking just quarterbacks. You know how many Hall of Famers are in the next year's draft? Zero, I think you told zero. me, right? Zero. <laughs> the 1984 draft. It went from nine to zero. Has produced zero Hall of Famers. I was just talking about quarterbacks because when we get in these like, oh, it's this epic class or look at all that. Like, it's hard. And most of the time you look at like the 99 class, which was supposed to be epic. And McNabb was very good. Hey, Culpepper was okay, but Couch, Smith. Sean Don, King. Donovan McNabb was good. McNabb and Culpepper. And that's it. And then it's, McNabb, it's, McCown. It's really like one and a and half. And the Bears settle on McCown as their guy. Yeah. Cade McNown. Yeah. I say McCown. McNown. Cade McNown. Yeah, not yeah, Josh McNown. McCown. Cade McNown. McNown. Yeah. I think the 2020 draft someday might, it'll be interesting to see if it can push that 83 class. I mean, it looks great. And it's trending in a good direction with all five. That's five players. But And I only point that out because it's pretty rare. You won't find many drafts like 83 with Elway, Kelly, Marino, 2020 with Burrow, Tua, Herbert, Love, Hurts. Uh, 04 was pretty good, Yerk. It was Eli, Rivers, Big Ben, and Matt Schaub. That's pretty good. Even those are rare, though. That's, you know, maybe the 18 draft. You had um, that draft featured Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. We're not huge Baker fans, but also had Baker in that draft. So 18 had Lamar, Josh Allen, and Baker. The 20 draft I just told you, the 04 draft was Eli Rivers, Big Ben, and Schaub, and 83 is kind of that gold standard draft. This is sort of looking back at about the last 40 years. And that Eli draft, who's the best quarterback in that draft? Mm. Phil Rivers, Roethlisberger, Eli Manning, and who was the other one? Schaub. Okay, Schaub. Who was the best quarterback out of those three? Schaub, I don't include. I don't either. It's the other three. Yeah. Um, best quarterback. Damn, it's either Big Ben or, or Rivers. Right, but it's never Eli Manning. Not Eli Manning. So between Rivers and, and Ben Roethlisberger, who is the best quarterback? I'm going to get hate for this already. I can see it in the Twitch chat and the YouTube chat. I I, I was always a pretty big Philip Rivers fan. All right, I think Roethlisberger is the better okay. quarterback. But All either right. way... Roethlisberger and Rivers are one-two, clearly, right? Yeah, clearly. Manning would be a third, and then a Schaub. distant fourth is Matt Shaw. Clearly. All right. Clearly. I, I, I think that's like crystal clear that Eli Manning is not the best quarterback of that draft. And that was Eddie's point yesterday. Yeah. He's like, don't take Eli. Take the third guy. Because right. he's, I, don't, I don't know that you can go on that. I mean, just, you know, like, I, I don't know that that's the best way to properly evaluate this thing. It's just like throw the first guy out. I don't think you want to do that. Because then you got to figure out which one is. Yeah, I mean, it's all about figuring out and who And Roethlisberger was falling, I believe, a little bit in that draft, too. I don't think he's quite the happy camper that he kept drifting what down, did, down, down, down. Big Ben go like uh, 
14th, 15th, something like that? Yeah, 11th. 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 There you go. In the old four draft. 64,000 yards, pretty damn good. 418 touchdowns to 211 intercepts. Pretty, pretty good. That's pretty good. What's his career quarterback rating here? Let me find it, Carl. I'll give you Rivers' numbers then real quick. Yeah, too. you got to do that for me. 165-81-1 as a quarterback uh, record as a starter. Okay. So I, that's a pretty damn good winning percentage. Almost uh, 60, 6, 6, 7, uh, Carm. Uh, quarterback rating, let me get to it. Uh, that number doesn't matter. 93.5. Uh, so they're 93.5. So yeah. Rivers was 95.2. Right. He threw for fewer yards. He was at 63,000. You said Big Ben was 64? Yes. So he was at 63,440. 421 touchdown passes, 209 interceptions. And a record of one thirty four and one oh six. So the the record's better too, right? Big here's here, here's right. your boy Goober. Goober Jr. <laughs> Big goofy bastage. You ready for it? One seventeen and one seventeen as a starter. <laughs> well, one seventeen and one seventeen as a starter. Yards? Fifty seven thousand yards. 366 touchdowns to 244 interceptions. He's not even close to those guys. His uh, QB rating, a very Jake Cutler-esque 84.1. Yeah, he's not even close to those guys. He's not he's even not. remotely close. He's not. He should thank David Tyree every single day of his life, shouldn't he? He's shouldn't a, he send him yeah. flowers every year Now he's on hilarious. the anniversary of the catch? Yes. He's hilarious on TV. I'll give him that. And he was a good quarterback. Old Goober Jr. He certainly wasn't. I don't want to play for San Diego. I'm Goober Jr. Oh, you guys get that old Goober Jr. Yeah, yeah, we heard it. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I think that was good. Eric. Old Goober. And who's Goober Sr.? Is it the Archie Manning? I don't think Archie's a Goober, is he? Who's Who? Goober Sr.? Like Goober Goober, the original Goober, or somebody in his family is Goober Sr.? Why are you complicating matters? <laughs> Let me just be on my roll. Why, old, you, why try to make get it to make sense? Old Goober You never Jr. tell an artist to stay within the lines. That's Arnie. right. Good point. Hey, you went outside the line. Old. I'm an artist. You do, God, you're, you're making a mess in here. Don't worry. It's what's on the canvas. He's, He's an to... artist. He's a star. He's Let a him roll. Let him Remember that. I'm a star. Remember that. Uh, you be, yes, yes, yes. Um, I'm going to let the, the artist... Uh, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Yurko cook. Formerly known as Press. Hold on. There's a couple other things I've got here. That what else? And then we got a break for uh, McKnight. Uh, don't you start breaking me prematurely, my friend. Go ahead. I will unload on you. Two minutes late. But five thousand. Sure. Did Roethlisberger have? I mean, did your guy have a five thousand yard season? Philip Rivers, I believe he did. Philip Rivers did not. He had forty seven okay. ten was his high. He, uh, uh, but Roethlisberger had a five thousand yard season too. Forty nine fifty two. Guy's massive. Philip Rivers had 12 4,000-yard seasons. The Bears have had zero in their franchise history. 117 and 117. Yeah, well, what does that tell you? I know. Mediocre. 12 4,000-yard passing seasons for Philip Rivers. I wish the Bears were still waiting on one. Still waiting. Anytime, guys. Anytime. McKnight at the Movies is next. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. Follow the show on Twitter at Carmen DeFalco and at Yurko64. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. McKnight at the Movies. Connor McKnight recreates classic cinema on Carmen and Yurko, only on ESPN Chicago. Every Thursday we play McKnight at the Movies. It's always fun. It's brought to you by the great folks at the Village of Elmwood Park. Today's gift card is for New Star. 
restaurant. New Star. All right. Love the New Star restaurant. New Star. New, new Star. Star. New Star. So new it's Star. taken us a little bit longer than uh, we liked the last couple of weeks. To, to what, Carm? Uh, what is it taking us a long time to do, Carm? To get the movie that Connor has selected. I hope we're quicker on the draw today. We'll play along with you. We do not know the movies that Connor selects. Now, we, he did like a double-up thing here in the last couple. He went Rocky and yeah, Creed. He did. I, yeah, he did. Complimentary movies for a 1,000, Alex. It was a little bit confusing for Johnny Hanson. Spread his wings here a little bit now. I'm going to let, let you guys know that Twitch already has it. How, what? How did he Shut have it? up. Yeah. Twitch already has it. Twitch it's already knows. Someone be, in Twitch already has it. It's got to be a movie then that's so he's continuing surrounding the Rocky this theme? day. No, it's surrounding this day. Oh, Twitch nailed it. Something now. with February 29th. That's wild. That Twitch, somebody in Twitch already has it. We haven't played a clue. It's if that so person funny. calls, they could win. It's so funny. Why doesn't that person call? 312-332-3776. Here we go. McKnight at the Movies, part one. Our scene opens as a pilot guides his futuristic craft back into a hangar. Epic music helps him land, and he's greeted by a friend. This friend, a boy, is important. Royal, our main. The boy is in training, and this man is one of his teachers. But it's more than that. These two clearly have a special bond. Older brother, younger brother, mentor, mentee, Paul Canerico, Gordon Beckham, that kind of thing. Our main, the young man, needs to share a secret. He's admitting to something serious, something portentous. He's worried he sees the future in his dreams, and his dream does not look good. I, uh, I have a feeling I know this. I don't know. All right. How did Twitch get it before? (laughs) Either that one, that one. Movies of that six-tuplet thing. Mm. I don't know the exact name of the movie, Mm. but that's the genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And, you know, it's not the ones that we saw when we were kids. It's one, yeah, yeah. Because it's like a reverse, uh, an anniversary of the release. But if I won't know until I find out Uh, something about the actors. All right, here we go. Here's part two. A bit on our actors. Our main is one of Hollywood's best young actors. He's at the top of any list and hasn't made any superhero movies to get there. Although this is close. His buddy is a big-time name and a better actor than he gets credit for. He's great in this. Can't say the same for his own superhero flicks. Also in the movie, but not in the scene, Ilsa Faust, Lewin Davis, Professor Gerald Lambeau, Solomon Hancock, Brand from the Goonies, Anton Chigurh, Drax, Polka Dot Man, Rue Bennett, and Queen Charlotte. Yeah, like so now you're getting Chigurhs in it, and you're getting uh, Professor Lambeau. And now, now I'm lost. So confident, Yerk? No, no, I'm blown out of the water now. My uh, guess has gone to Javier hell. Bardem's in it. I don't know the actor that plays Professor Lambeau, but like you see, but we know a million who he things. is. Yeah, superheroes. There's too much. Who do you guys think the the hot young actor is that Connor was pointing to the start? That that made it without superhero movies. One of the best that made it without a superhero movie. I don't know. I mean, I can... Yeah, I'm puzzled. Has Matt Damon been a superhero? Uh, no. He, he did play a, like a, 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 a... I think a Chinese... Is that, did Ed Norton play he, a superhero? He played I think a Ed Chinese a hero. Actor. Ed Norton's a great actor. Yeah. All right, here's part three. Back to our scene. 
The young prince continues the description of his dream. It's getting worse. He's seen the downfall of his house and the death of his friend, the very guy he's talking to. He wants to make this coming journey with him. The pilot isn't bothered. He tells his prince not to worry that he's headed to this new planet, even though it's filled with spice and sandworms and all kinds of other things that want to kill him. He tells the kid to get out of his own head and into the present. This is just the beginning of a sweeping epic that will capture the minds of millions and lead to a sequel due out on Friday. If you haven't seen the first, there's still time. Oh, I haven't read the book. It's, it's going to take you a minute, but give it a shot. If you think it's too nerdy for now. you, you're wrong. It's Get over nerdy. yourself. You guys did this last night. Yet. Zendaya pays is the listen. Christopher Walken. I did listen. I just almost gave the, the clue that it pays the listen. All right, now we got it. Yeah. In, in Connor's right, it's very nerdy. It's very oh, the most nerdy. Yeah. You it's, should hear the... It's very. That's swore. how Twitchers got it. And you should hear the crap that he that. spewed it, yesterday. It's the remake, and no love to Louis Gossett Jr., which is pissing me off. Or Kyle, uh, what's his face? What? Kyle Long. No. No. <laughs> Kyle Wachter. Uh, Kyle McLaughlin? Kyle, Kyle McLaughlin. Yes. Yeah, Kyle McLaughlin's in the original. Uh, r- who's our winner? Rick and Schaumburg? Line three, yeah. Oh, and it's his birthday? He claims it's his birthday. Nice. Rick, you're a leap baby? What? what? Yeah, it's my birthday. Why did I claim it's my birthday? Well, I like I, yeah. I haven't seen your ID or you filled <laughs> out the prize well, information. Why like, would I like to your... my birthday? How old are you today? Uh, technically, I'm nine years old. Technically, you're nine. All right. Growing, Sorry, growing Rick, you have to be 18 to win. Uh, you sound so <laughs> mature for a nine-year-old. Yes. <laughs> Rick, what's the movie? It's starring Timothy Shamalai. Duke. Dune, it is. That's correct. Dune. Nicely done. Hey. That's how bad. Timothy, how it pronounces it. Yeah. Rick, hold Tim- on, buddy. Uh, Timothy Chalamet. How do you pronounce it? Timothy Chalamet, I thought. Chalamet? Chalamet. I thought, I thought it was Chalamet. Chalamet. I thought no. it was Chalamet. No, it's I thought Timothy it was Chalamet. Chalamet. I thought it was Chalamet. Sucks anyway. I never saw the remake. Should I watch it? And it's I, a lot okay. of sand. There's There's a sand. lot of sand. To be fair, Connor said he's read the book, which is 900 pages, yeah. no less than five times. Oh, my God. The movie Connor. is two and a half hours long. And it's two and a half hours, essentially, of setup for this movie. Like, oh, it all is? the good stuff that's about to, that you're, like, looking forward to in the first one is happening in this movie. Connor's what? read it five times. At least. I mean, I've never read any book more than twice, let what? alone Last five Last time on the show, Connor spent ten minutes explaining the first movie to us oh. and to me because I don't want to watch the first one. But I do want to kind of see the second one. I feel, you almost feel like you have to because it's become so popular. Oh, right yeah. Now, it's right? a huge like, deal. It is going to be a huge, huge blockbuster. deal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Very good, Connor. Yeah, we should have. You guys having him on last night, and like he's super into that stuff. Like We should have known. The email he sent us, he goes, I don't care, Dune. <laughs> That's pretty great. All right. So Dune is the movie, and Richard or Rick. Yeah, it was Rick and Schomburg. Congrats. Happy birthday. He's nine today. <laughs> Times four. <laughs> And he is getting a gift card to New Star Restaurant in Elmhurst. A restaurant week just ended, but hopefully you hit up Elmhurst. Uh, and why did I say Elmhurst? Uh, Elmwood Park. And uh, I think uh, there might be one in Elmhurst, too. That's why I thought that. Uh, he's going to Elmwood Park. And restaurant week just wrapped up. Uh, and they had a blast up and down Restaurant Row on North Avenue. In Elmwood Park, featuring Restaurant Week. In Elmwood Park. Did you watch um, any of Tom Skilling? Uh, his was last night. Was you know it? What? I, I watched the, the special. Hurrah. I watched the special they had uh, in the morning. Yeah. One day, uh, I think it was last week. 
I think I saw they some of the They did the two. whole yeah. show as a tribute to Skilling. That's the one that I kind of checked out. Mm-hmm. There's a better chance of me getting the stuff on in the morning than there is me catching the Channel 9 news at night because yep. of all my nocturnal activities that I have going on. Of course. Last night, poker with the fellas. Mm-hmm. Cards How'd with you the... do? You do, do well? Did okay. Yeah, you've been, did, you've been did, on a roll lately. did okay. Of the last six weeks, I probably got shelled only once, That's and I've good. been winning every other time. So good. Not bad. Yeah. But it's a better chance of me catching in the morning. That's when I saw it in the morning. Yeah, he, uh, you know, hey, he kicked it off with some tornadoes last week. Uh, my buddy Bundy sent me one. Uh, he was in Gary at the the big steel plant down there. And uh, he had it over the lake. There was a tornado going over the lake. He's got video footage of it. Is that right? Yeah. Well, congrats on so some kind of skilling, career for Tom know? Skilling, yeah. man. What a career. I, I was upset we didn't have uh, uh, no, I'm what's not. it when something blocks the sun. With- okay, okay. Clips. That was, okay, that's my point. We, I was just going to say this. Yeah. I am very surprised yeah. he didn't wait a month. It's a month away, right? It's right. April 8th. There's oh, this yeah, huge eclipse month, happening. There yeah, is he could eclipse. shed some tears again, man. Yeah. Like, the dude was I, emotional. I thought he would have waited... And his last day would have been April 8th, yeah. the day of the eclipse. So he could leave crying. I think he did say last great. night he's going to be around for big events. Right. So he'll be around uh, for okay. the eclipse. Did yeah. you guys remember the last time? Was it, Is this going to be the first yeah. uh, total solar eclipse since the, well, the one we had here in 2017? Is that right? Does that sound right, or has there been one more recent? No, I sure. think that's the one you're talking and about. Do you remember that one? Like, the path was going right through southern Illinois. Remember yeah. all, like, Neil deGrasse Tyson and everybody from NASA was, sure. like, down at Carbondale? Yeah. Um, I'm looking at a map of the path right our, our now. Our guy was shedding tears that day, remember? Yeah, I do. Skilling, crying. Crying we, like Caleb Williams. I think Williams. we'll get it around this, 1 o'clock. But this is going to be a big one, right? I wonder if I still have the glasses from when I we hope were you do. carrying them around five, six years can ago. We, can we pay off the dune? Oh, yeah, yeah. Why did I, why did I forget that? Because yeah, we, we got like caught in talking. Yeah. Here, I'll pay off the movie. Yeah, here we go. Duncan. A boy. Hey. <laughs> hey. Oh, boy. So you're going to Arrakis tomorrow with the advanced team? Yes, I'm going to Arrakis tomorrow with the advanced team. I'd like you to take me with you. It would. That's too bad, because no. Duncan. You've been trying to get me court-martialed. What's going on? Can I trust you with something? Always, you know that. I've been having dreams. About Arrakis and the Fremen. I saw you with the Fremen. Uh, so I do find them. There you go. That's a good omen right there. Right? Landfill. I saw you lying dead, fallen in battle. I felt like if I had been there. You'd be alive. First off, I'm not gonna die. You're not taking this seriously. Since that's why you want to come with me. Listen, dreams make good stories, but everything important happens when we're awake. Except when we make things happen. Me and you, you want some muscle? I did. No. 
I, I got to ask Connor if uh, because I, I saw Dune as a kid, the original Dune. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm talking about Louis, Dune was Gossi. a movie from the yeah. early '80s. Yeah, when I was a kid, they redid it though. They redid. Years ago. Well, yeah. no, I understand. I, and that's the one I haven't seen. I saw the original Dune as a little kid, and it was never anything that I really took to. Uh, to be honest, yeah, not and I'm not. That's not a commentary. I just I was right. little. I have no like, interest eh, in seeing it. I, I love Star Wars. I ne- but you know not, not all like I never was into Dune. I was never into Star Trek ever. I, I loved Star Wars. That was like the geekiest thing I liked as a kid. I, I should ask Connor. Should I go back and rewatch the original, or just should I watch the remake and then get ready for Dune Two? The early reviews for the second one have been incredible. They're saying it's great. So maybe I should just watch this remake. From a couple of years ago, and then get ready for the new one, which is coming out this weekend. Drink some coffee. <laughs> I'm definitely planning on seeing it this weekend, and Are I you? don't plan on seeing the first one. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. You're not cr- afraid that you're going to miss something, Chris, or is that what What could you miss? Carm, I, mean, I tried to watch the first one, and 15 minutes in, there's too much you? wind, too much right. sand, I and I, I was falling asleep, right. so I'll just I'll fast forward. I've seen the first one, and the explanation that Connor made me, gave yesterday made me more confused. And I've seen the movie. And you've seen it. <laughs> I've seen the movie. I mean, I haven't seen the original one since I'm talking about, like, I was 9 or 10 years old. We're talking, you know, 30-some years ago that I saw the original Dune. That, that's how old that first one is. All right, we'll do the lunch rush coming up. If you want to join us, ring us up at 312-332-3776 to talk Bears, Caleb, Dune, or anything else. from home we're back in the office don't miss a minute of carmen and yurko just ask your smart speaker to play espn 1000 adam's got uh, some bull stuff in the lunch rush Absolutely not. What's the lunch rush? It's the mayo of lunch rush. It is the lunch rush. It's not like the Dijon. It's the mayo. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I don't care who they beat Uh, yesterday. They lost to the Pistons. I know. They lost by. Well, they lost by double digits to the Pistons. Get out of here. After Uh, being favored by 11. Uh, uh, How about LeBron's rally last night? I went to bed. Shame on me. I turned it off. 19 point deficit. 20. Yeah, they were down 21. 19 or 20. They were down. Yeah. And they, the Lakers came back and beat the Clippers. And Le, LeBron outscored the Clippers in the quarter, in the fourth. I, I turned it off. I couldn't believe it this morning when I heard they he rallied. He was motivated. It's like, wow. He was motivated, Carm. Well, I guess. All right, let's do the lunch rush, baby. Let's do it, baby. Kind of spread it around all fields here a little bit. Lunch rush, no mayo. No, ma- no mayo. Yeah, that means no bull. I'll save a few bulls things for no arugula. Uh, snack time. How's that? There you go. Beautiful. Afternoon snack. A little, little after, mid-afternoon snack. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Abdallah. What's going afternoon on? delight. That's what I was going with afternoon snack. Yurko picked up on it. Uh, all right, so I, he's listed as a linebacker, but he plays a lot of edge rush. Uh, according to uh, Pro Football Talk, multiple teams have shown interest in Hassan Reddick. He is mm, at Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, he's getting paid $15 million, Number seven. an annual average. It's 16th amongst edge rushers. He's going to be 30 in September. He had 11 sacks last year. The... Um, Eagles have told him to seek a trade. Mm-hmm. Have given him permission to seek a trade. They do not want to extend him. Is that someone the Bears should be interested in with their insane amount of but money? You got to trade for him. But yeah, you have I, to trade I don't want to give up anything to get somebody. No, he has four straight seasons with eleven plus sacks. The guy does get to the quarterback, doesn't he? Four straight seasons. 
for three different teams. And he could be going on his fifth team. Right? I'm yeah. sorry. He, let me correct He's that. Due he could be going million. on his fourth team in five years. Right. And he does produce. Here's his best team. I mean, his best, uh, not his best thing, but his breakdown. He's got a million-dollar roster bonus, 14.25 base salary. Uh, looks like you got to pick up some options. The workout bonus takes place here. It's a miscellaneous $500,000 bonus. Uh, you can remove the signing bonus aspect of this, the 2.843, for your cap hit of $19 million this year. And you've got to give something up. The word is absolutely not you don't want Hassan Reddick. That's more than I, one If word. I'm going to pay $20 million, I'll pay $20 million to a free agent that I don't have to give up any draft capital for. Is there one that's quite as good on the edges as Reddick, though? Well, look up Daniil Hunter's stats. What about Josh yeah, Allen? Daniel, Josh Allen's not going to be available, right? Okay, but Daniel Hunter. Look up Daniel Hunter's stats. Uh, I don't think Josh Allen's going to be available. I don't think Brian Burns is going to be available. I'm sort of throwing those guys out. Maybe Daniel Hunter... 49 quarterback hits the last two years for Hassan Reddick. 49. I'll, I'll get you Daniel Hunter. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, I mean Daniel Hunter. D-A-N-N-I-E-L-L-E. Daniel Hunter. Okay, so if you want just the last two years, 44 quarterback hits to Hassan Reddick's 49. Reddick has, what did I say? Uh, did he have 27 sacks the last two years, I believe? I right? don't know. You 11 said he's sacks had last year. How many? So 11 sacks last year. How many last year before? It was 16, right? So yeah, I think I it's think 27. So. Yeah. Guess what? Same number of sacks the last same two years. Same age, too. And they're the same age. All right, so Hunter's the guy. Yeah, yeah, that's a I good mean, call. if you're going to do that and just spend money, why? why yeah, do I would, too. I'm we're not you, in yeah. the business of being Ryan, uh, Ryan Pace anymore, right? Yeah. Let's not go back to that business. I don't want to be back in that business. Yeah, I would choose the guy that you could get that you do not have to give up compensation for. Uh, that would be my my stance. Yes, Troy Vincent, the NFL executive oh, yeah. vice president of football operations, Sell was out. on PFT Live. Sell out. All right. Don't care about that, Yurko, but thanks no, for you your do, input. But I appreciate I'll give it. The information yeah, why I say what I your, say. Thanks for your personal opinion. Sell out. Go. It's not personal. It's a uh, he, has, he said on <laughs> PFT Live today that they are not looking to ban the tush push. They are. He thinks that they have enough uh, votes now from the owners to change the kickoff rule mm-hmm. to the XFL style kickoff rule, which would put players about five yards apart from each other, and then also it would uh, incentivize returns because if you kick the ball into the end zone, it moves it to the thirty-five yard line. Ooh, wow! Yes, uh, they were probably going to ban the hip drop tackle. Yes, I saw and that. And they are not going to change the fumbling out of the end zone rule. He said there's no appetite for it, right? No he goes, there's appetites. basically no appetite. Well, I'm going to lose that one. I feel like I'm often on the losing side of that one. I, I don't like the rule. I don't have even a great explanation as to why. Though Yurko always presses me on it. I'm like, well, possession of the football is paramount. Possession of the football is paramount. If I'm on the five-yard line, I fumble the ball, the other team recovers. What happens? The other team, the gets, other the team gets the football. But they don't get the ball at the 25. If possession the of the 20, ball excuse me. is imperative in the game of football. Possession of the football is imperative. I know. You just can't be willy-nilly. And where's the place that you score the points? It's called the end zone. But if you fumble And if five, you're going to be so careless about the football that you don't care about it, you can't start in the end zone, can you? No. So do you treat it like a touchback? You would. You would I, have to. Yes. I Come on like now. It. I don't like Just it. to be fair with the rules, you'd have to know. Possession of the football is imperative in the game of, of the NFL. Nine. The piggy. Possess the piggy. 
possess that Now thing. to get to my sellout portion of this. He worked for the Players Association and the Players Union. He did. Right? Before they were going into a contract negotiation. Might have been in the midst. And what did he do? Mm. He joined the league office. Why? He was with the union. Cash rules everything yeah. around me. Yeah. Guess what rules everything, too? You know exactly what you have. When a guy flips side, Benedict Arnold of the NFL. That's what you had right there. That's a bold statement. Just so you know. Just so you know. You're welcome. You've been educated. Benedict Arnold. The Andy Rooney of the lunch rush here. All right, uh, let's get to (laughs) some notable measurements today. Defensive uh, linemen are being measured today. I bet they are. For the the combine. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dallas Turner, 6'2", 83-inch wingspan. 83 83 inch wingspan. wingspan. What? The average, I think, is around 77, 78 for a defensive lineman, is what most of these guys are coming in as. And he has an 83 inch wingspan. And defensive. And he's six foot two? He's, yeah. That's like some Scotty Pippen stuff right there. It's insane. That's crazy. It's insane. Uh, and then defensive tackle to, to Vondre Sweat out of Texas, 6'4, 366. Wow. Big boy. That's a big boy. And I that's what he played. He played at that last year, too. Like, it's not like he didn't put on weight in this, you know, month and a half, whatever it is, off from playing. That's what he played at all season last year. I don't want to tangle with him. 366. Uh, Tom Brady, for some reason, probably for clicks, ran his 40 again. Oh, really? Now? Yeah. So he re-ran. I bet you it's faster. He, he was, it is faster. Guaranteed. He, re, he ran the 40 uh, in the year 2000. It was four point, or 5.28 seconds. Five. My God. 5.28. And he clocked in, whether this was today or yesterday, he clocked in at, he ran it twice, four, 5.18 and 5.12. See? Tom Brady. He's healthier. Faster. He's, he's healthier. He's more He's more, you know, what is all the stuff he talks about? His muscle elasticity and plyo something or other. I don't know. He's did, all, he's, he's, he's plyo man. Did Greg Olson run it as well? <laughs> Greg Olson uh, we're, 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 we're changing up things. I need to know what Olson's running because I might want to go with that path. Good point. I might want to know that too. I'd like to go with Greg Olson. Can we, can we have Greg run it again? <laughs> Do we think we can uh, run a, a five- no, there's no way we can run a 5-2. Well, Chris might be able to. Carm, you can. I don't know. That's scooting, man. Zerman can. 5-2. I'm Believe not actually it or not, fast. 5-2 is fast. Like, I'm not fast. It's, I can dis- just it's distance. run for a, an amount of right. time like Chris and where I other can people run. get tired. Yeah. I just keep going. Like, we can run. I was never fast. I don't know if I could do Not like sprinter two. fast. I don't know. <laughs> and, that, and, and listen, I know it doesn't sound fast, but you're, fast. Oh, do you agree? Like... You're running a five two forty. You're moving like you're moving pretty fast. Yeah, you're moving okay. Not compared to you're not, not compared to a wide receiver in the NFL, but right. like Joe Schmo on the street. Well, that's like, why I always say his twenty shuttle would be more important than his yeah. forty yard dash time. No, but I'm just saying, like, so if people hear that, and like, of course, you know, you guys couldn't run a five two. I'm like, yeah, let's see you run a five two. Like, most guys ran, can't run a five two. I ran a five two. I know you were a world class athlete too. That's back. back in the day. But we're talking about Brady, right? Yes. Yeah, but that's my point about his quickness, though. Don't worry about his 40 time. He's not going to run anywhere. No, I know. That's why I look at his 20 shuttle time. Yeah. I'm, I'm not doing saying something crazy. No, I know. I'm saying not. let's see how quick his feet are. Yeah. He may not be overall fast. He doesn't have a second or a third gear. Right. But he might be quick enough and nimble enough just to be able to move and a, a, agile enough to be able to get away from yeah. the rush, which is all he would have to do. They doing the bench press yet? Anybody lifting no, uh, some doing, weight? No, I'm watching Tavondre Sweat jump. Who holds, the record? Who holds the record at the <laughs> I, bench I press? I believe Stephen Paya, former Bear. 49. Right? Yeah. yeah. 
Former Bears 49 team reps. When do they uh, jump out of the pool? Hey, that, they don't do that That's one. They just Jerron put it on, Gilbert. Put it on video. Jumper. I had this last note, Carmen. You mentioned it, and I think it was you kind of threw it away oh, I a did? little Sorry. bit. Sorry. Um, Josh Harris, the owner of the Commanders, yes. is in on these quarterback meetings. I, you guys would be, we would have we'd be full phone lines and be killing McCaskey killing him. if he was in these be meetings. Killing him. I asked Yurko, well, he said, well, asked Jerry me a question. I said, Jerry Jones is the uh, the one owner that I know is in those meetings because, all the time. Because Jerry sort of acts as the de facto GM. Right. Yeah, I, you're right. We'd be killing him right. the, if George McCaskey the was in the meetings. We'd are be killing screwed him. because their owner meddled in their quarterback decision. We'd be killing him. You're right about that. If and Craig, it's not our team, if, so if, not as passionate. If, if, but if we'd Craig, be killing him. If Craig Carmazan came in and sat in on our meeting every day, what would we say? Would we killing him? We'll be going. What are you doing here? Get out of here! Nobody's you run the not, company. Craig, what are you doing in our building? Craig's a radio guy, though. There's a little bit of a difference here. Yurk, I think we'd be killing McCaskey if he was sitting in on the meetings. I do. I think we'd be killing him. I think it helps. The I think Bears. we would. George? Yeah. I think we'd be like, what are you doing in there, dude? You Is Kevin Warren in there? I, that I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, uh, Kevin Warren's not the owner. He's the president. He's the president, and I would think he is. But doesn't he have bigger fish to fry? Shouldn't he be on the phone with Arlington Heights or instead of worrying about what Caleb Williams has to say? Yeah, how much input is he going to have in the draft process? Well, according to him, he's talking to everyone about everything, you know? All right, Adam, anything else? That's the lunch rush. It's a good lunch rush. I got a little late afternoon snack for you coming up. And listen, if they're dysfunctional in other cities, why do I care about how dysfunctional I, they I are? I think that's why we are yeah, as I passionate about it. Like, but if it was our it's owner odd. sitting in there, yes. I think we'd be going nuts. Yeah. And I, when I Adam forward me sent me that text, uh, that tweet from Shepard, I was like, oh, that's kind of odd that you know. And Jerry Jones is the obvious one. Because he's got kind of full control, but I was like, I don't, I don't think the owners are there very often. And Schefter admitted as much that they're usually not there, let alone sitting in on quarterback meetings. You might want to stay in your lane. I don't know. Was Tepper involved last year? Is that why he decided to go with Bryce Young? Yes, that's the story. Yeah, that that's he, the story. He, he wanted. was in there. Yeah, the sto- yeah. No, no, no. The story well, is that well, he called well, I, Saban. That I know. And had yeah. the conversation, and that was the end of it. That I know. Yes, that he very much meddled and said, "Listen, I don't care what you guys think. Saban told me this, and we're taking." Uh, Bryce Young, and that looks like it's going to backfire on them. But I don't even know if he was in the meetings either. At least if you were in the meetings, maybe we'd have a better read. Just listening to the guy's college coach, it's crazy. That's no way to make decisions. It's Carmen in New York. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Last day of Feb. Oh, we made it to March. Almost there, Yerk. It's Carmen and Yerko. The Combine is underway in Indy. Waddle and Sylvia are there. They are going to broadcast live today and tomorrow. Bears Weekly tonight, 6.30 to 7.30. Black and Abdallah will be on until 8. We got a late night NBA game for you, too. Heat and Nuggets from Denver tonight. Make sure you watch and listen on the YouTube what do you like tonight? page. Uh, the Heat's still a little bit short-handed. Um, no, no. It almost did the Nuggets play yesterday. I, I felt like Nuggets. I was watching some highlights of the Nuggets yesterday for some crazy reason. I don't think the Nuggets played last night. No, no day before then. I'm just making sure they got rest. Uh, no, the Nuggets did play. Forgive me. They Told beat you. the Kings last night. You're yeah, right. They beat so the crap out of Sacramento. Miami, Miami's got a little extra rest. They won in Sac Town a now, couple of nights ago. Yeah. 
don't have too much of a feel one way or another. I got to look at the uh, injury report too, though, for uh, yeah. the Heat. They were dealing with some injuries and some suspensions. So Jokic have another triple double. I'm assuming he did. Uh, these, I mean, all that's these what guys the guy do does. is get triple doubles, Yurko. That's yeah. all they do these days. That's what he does. He just triple doubles it up. Doncic had one yesterday. I'm assuming. Doncic did have one last mm-hmm. night, actually. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think he's had one in back to back games. On his birthday. On his birthday. I think he's had one back to back nights, hasn't he? He's basically almost averaging a triple-double. It's not weird anymore to see guys like a few of the best players in the league come close to averaging a triple-double when it used to be unheard of. For years, it was like Oscar Robertson was the last guy to do it. When we were kids, that's all we heard. But the game game is very different. Here we go. 14 points, 11 assists, 14 rebounds. Just just another night for Jokic. Did you see last night four Bulls had double-doubles? That's the first time that's happened since like 03, I heard Stacey and uh, Adam Amin say. The team I covered. So it was like Tyson, Eddie, I think Jamal, and who would the fourth have been? I can't remember what they said now. Who the hell would the fourth have been? Ben now it's pre-Ben Gordon. Tyson, Eddie. Tyson, Eddie, Jamal. Could it have been Jalen Rose? That's a good call, Chris. Maybe that's about that era. I can't remember now. I heard Amin and Stacy give out the stats during the game. It was the first time since like 2002 or 2003 that the Bulls had four players in the same game with a double-double. Yeah, it's been 20 years. Wow. And I just can't remember the fourth. I don't think it was Jalen. Damn. I'm trying to think of who else was on those teams that would score. They were terrible. Those teams were, oh, they were terrible. I feel like texting Amin right now and being like, who was the fourth guy? Jamal, Tyson, Eddie, and who? We'll try to figure it out. Randy's in Seattle. What's up, Randy? Hey, guys. Hi, bud. So I have a um, an over-under for Yerk, and I have a what would you do for you? Okay. So Yerk, let's go with you first. It's more of before first. or after. Right. Okay. But on, on the line of a over-under, if I set the date as 5 o'clock next Friday, is Justin Fields traded before or after? Uh, after. Okay. Karim, your thoughts, just briefly? Uh, bef- that's close. Next I, Friday. I said yesterday that it'll happen before we change the clocks. That gives me a little extra yeah, so time. Yeah, it gives you three, two days. It gives me two, gives days. two days. I'll say, I'll say after, but I think you're right on. I think you're very close. Okay. So... What would you do, Carm, if you knew that there was a 75% chance that Drake May was going to be very close to Justin Herbert or a 40% chance that Caleb Williams was going to be close to Patrick Mahomes? Who would you take? There's too much math involved here, Randy. All right. Uh, well, it's a lesser, lesser chance of him being close to Mahomes than of, of May being close to uh, Herbert. I mean, don't you have to go with the higher percentage? 75 is almost, you're almost doubling the percentage points. And Herbert's great. Like, and I shouldn't say yeah. great, but maybe great's a little bit of a stretch. But like, Herbert's got the ability to be great, and he's already really good. He's not Mahomes, obviously. That is one interesting way to phrase that question, Randy. Um, let me ponder that. That's the way to turn what, a phrase. What would you do? I would take the 75% of Justin Herbert, I obviously. I think so. Is it obvious? To me, it is. Because even 40%, like you could be Mahomes. A 40% chance of being Mahomes. It's less than a coin flip. That's less than a coin right. flip. Yeah. I got to go the 75. Flip. Right. I got to go with that one, Randy, but I love the way you phrased that. It, that, that is. Would you, would you rather? So would Let's you give rather. that to Sylvia Waddle. 
Would you guys? I have a would you rather for you guys. Should I get? I'll, I'll give it to you after Whatever you two want. o'clock. You know what I mean. The would you rather, Adam? Phrasing. I got a would you rather for you guys. Okay, coming up after two. I'm ready, Carm. I'm so excited. Your I answer was Danielle Marshall, by uh, the way. Oh, Danielle, that's who it was. Oh, Thank Grady, you, Adam. Grady. It was Danielle. Damn. Danielle, how could I forget Danielle? Danielle Marshall, Jay, uh, Jamal Crawford, Once Tyson. considered untouchable by the John Paxson, the Chicago well, Bulls. Well, that might have been a little bit of a mess. Grady. I don't know about untouchable, but they didn't want to put him in the Dwayne Wade. Yeah, game. untouchable. Yeah. That means untouchable. Again, if they could have, if, if the Lakers called in the summer of 03 and said, we'll trade Jacoby, they would have done it. So I wouldn't say it was untouchable, but if you're wondering what we're talking about, the Bulls very much wanted to move up in 2003 to draft Dwayne Wade. Uh, Very much. And they resisted when, if I'm remembering correctly, they tried going into Miami's spot, right, Yerk? And Riley wanted Danielle Marshall as part of whatever the trade compensation was, and the Bulls said no. Riley didn't do the deal, ended up drafting Dwayne Wade, and the rest is history, of course. So that's what Yurko's referencing. I wouldn't say he was ever considered untouchable. The Bulls did not want to include him in that deal. And, yes, it could have netted them hometown. Yes, it could have. Hometown kid, Dwayne Wade. Why do you got to bring that up? Because that's what I do. I bring that up. <laughs> Why do you got to go there, Yurk? Why do you got to bring up all the bad memories? I think that was the framework of it. Unless... They were trying to jump Miami. It might have been a different team now that I'm thinking about it, Yerk. This is 20 years ago. My, I covered that team, but I'm a little foggy. They might have been trying to jump Miami because they knew sure. how much Miami wanted Wade, I think. Now that I'm revisiting this in my head, I think Pax had a sneaking suspicion that Riley really loved Dwayne Wade. I got to go back and like try to... I got to sure, look at the draft board, remember all though. that? Yeah. yeah. Because uh, what did Wade go? Fifth, York? Is that right? I can't remember. Yeah, fifth. Did he go fifth overall? Then they got Heinrich sixth, right? Or seventh. Seventh I, for Heinrich? So I I don't know. I'd have to go back and try to... i got to revisit how exactly that whole thing went down. We were up at the Berto Center. Yurko's not wrong. We were at the Berto Center. Yeah. Think about the trades that they could have made that they didn't. Oh, yeah. They could have had Dwayne Wade, and then Jerry Krause was ready to trade Scotty for on draft night 97 for McGrady. And Michael found out about it and said if he did, he'd retire. And so that one blew up in their face. But they had McGrady. I mean, that deal was going to be done. They were going to, they were going to acquire They're gonna make it McGrady's happen. draft rights. Yeah. They wanted McGrady to like. They saw a, a succession plan right, right. from Michael to McGrady. You got to give Kraus credit for that. As much crap as we give him all the time, like he loved Tracy McGrady, and I mean loved him, and then tried to get him. In free agency, if you remember, when McGrady first hit free agency. Is that when he had the cheerleader yes. there and, yes. and, and the bull? Yes. The one that got hired? Yeah. The, the uh, no, one. the other one, the, the non cool one. High. Yeah, the not as cool like one. Like the non cool bull. Oh, the bull. Yeah. Or whatever, Benny the bull. Benny Before the he was bull. cool, yeah. it was like an old inflatable, and they brought him to the airport. And McGrady was yeah. like, really? That'll do it. <laughs> and they, McGr- Krause loved McGrady. All right, there you go. There's down memory lane. We'll be back in two minutes. <laughs> 